Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. I hope y'all had a wonderful Christmas with your family. I am so excited for what the new year is bringing. Always looking forward to another day, another week, and, you know, I'm blessed for another day alive in general, you know, let alone another year. So this topic today is, is your loyalty to the wrong people keeping you stuck? I think that this is a very important topic, especially when I got clean, you know, because I think one of the biggest things that I didn't even realize was that I was being loyal to the wrong people. And it wasn't even so much that they were wrong people. They're not bad people. My loyalty was going in the wrong place. I didn't understand that I was operating out of shame and guilt, out of fear, you know, and because of it, because of not taking a look at certain patterns of how I behaved in my active addiction, I started kind of carrying those over when I got into recovery. So I want to just lay out some important things that I feel are really, really detrimental into how you're going to continue relationships where you feel like they're causing you more harm than good. And I just, you know, just some things to take a look at is your loyalty to them, keeping you in a place that you feel inadequate. You feel like, you're always getting reminded of who you once were, right? Like continuously being a punching bag for someone else. So I want to go ahead and highlight some things for you. I cannot wait to get into this episode. I think it is extremely important and I can't wait. So I almost got into the episode right now, (laughs) but let's go ahead and get into today's show. All right. Hello, mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faith-led mom of two beautiful babies, engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a boxing fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. All right, before we get into today's show, I just want to take the time to say thank you so much for being a listener of this podcast. This show would not be anything without you. So I just appreciate you so much. And I just want to ask if this show is impacting you in any way or any kind of feedback, anything, you can either leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, a written review, so that way I can know how I can better serve you. Or you can send me any questions through my email, which is listed in the show notes as well. You can also join our Facebook community on Moms Breaking Chains, or you can join our Telegram chat, which is also under Moms Breaking Chains. Both All those links are below in the show notes, my my, uh, email, the Telegram, and the Facebook, as well as the website for Moms Breaking Chains, okay? So I want to take the time to read this review. Again, if this show is impacting you, if you could please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, a written review so that I can know how to better serve you and what kind of content it is that you like to hear. So 
I'm going to read the review of the week. Today is Monday, so every Monday I'm going to be doing a review of the week and reading out loud a, a review that's written on Apple Podcasts. This review is from the Abundant Mom Life Melody, and she wrote, Inspiration and Wisdom. This podcast is such a bright light for any struggling mama. The encouragement and advice is like a warm hug. It is so important to surround yourself with community who understands your journey, and this show offers so much hope for healing. Thank you so much, Melody, for your wonderful review. I appreciate it. Again, it lights me up to know how this show is impacting you. And I cannot wait to continue to keep serving you more. So, again, thank you so much for being a listener. This show would be nothing without you. So, thank you. All right. So, today's episode is about loyalty. So, I love this topic because I learned a lot through my recovery process. You know, automatically we tie loyalty. Well, first let me give you the definition of loyalty. Okay. So the definition of loyalty is, and I just found this on uh, Google, but I'm going to give you the definition and then a few uh, synonyms that I see. So it's, uh, the first definition I see is the quality of being loyal. The second one is a strong feeling of support or allegiance. Okay. And then some of the synonyms are like allegiance, faithfulness, obedience, devotion, a bond, right? Trustworthiness, dependability, dedication, commitment, right? So I saw some of these and I was like, wow. So, okay. So that's kind of what I've always known loyalty to be, right? Is like some form of, you know, you can count on me. Like I'm here for you, right? That's how, you know, again, I've always viewed it. And that is the definition. That is a correct way to say what loyalty is. However, I did realize that in my recovery process, I told you that I am a part of a, of a recovery program and, you know, I do a lot of inner work with another woman in recovery and she guides me through the process and, you know, I do a lot of inner work in writing, right? And so some of the things that got revealed to me was that I was, I was loyal, right? Like my loyalty. But the, the thing about my loyalty was that I was also some of the patterns in there that I was seeing was that I was being loyal to the wrong things, right? I, my loyalty was tied in with my shame and my guilt. And let me tell you what I mean by that. So some of the work that I have to do is like, I have to take a look at some of my fears, some of my shame and guilt patterns, and also my relationships, right? And so I started seeing how my relationships were being operated out of shame and guilt because I was in fear of what was going to be revealed about my image about me, right? So loyal to these relationships, right? Because of shame and guilt. And that shame and guilt came in through things I did in my active addiction, right? So I'm going to give you an example. There was a friend that I had, and I mean, we were friends for years, for a long time, since like I was a little girl, right? And, you know, we stayed friends through everything, you know, even through when I first started using and, you know, she was by my side through everything, and I love her dearly and I still do to those to this day, right? But I also started realizing that because I had history with her and with the people, the connections that I had when I was in my using, I realized that I was staying loyal to her and our friendship because I was in fear of the shame and the guilt that she would expose about me that I did in my active addiction, right? And so shame and guilt is a really strong thing because it does tie to a lot of the reason why we may be loyal to the wrong people, the wrong places, and the wrong things, okay? So 
When your loyalty is tied and operating out of shame and guilt, the problem is that you're not doing it out of a genuine place. You're doing it because you're in fear that something is going to get revealed about you. And that's exactly what was happening with me was I was operating in that friendship, knowing it was harmful to me. And it's not that she was harmful, but I was putting my recovery at risk, right? Because I was still hanging around old people, places and things that reminded me and kept reminding me of the woman that I used to be okay so I felt like I could never move forward because right when I felt I took a step forward I felt like I kept getting pulled back into that reminder of yeah but remember you were here remember when you did this remember oh remember this embarrassing thing you know and I kept finding myself getting wrapped up in that guilt and that shame like I felt embarrassed and it would keep me like in this place like this little bubble of just shame and just feeling like man you can't do anything you can't let anybody know like if you stop being a friend she's gonna tell everybody right and it kept me there for a long time right and you know what it wasn't until I got down and I started doing some inner work that I realized for a long time I stayed loyal to her because I was afraid of ruining my image about myself right and that's also another dangerous place to operate out of because when you're tied up and you're wrapped up around this image which now I know today was a false image of myself right like today I know who I am right and I'm coming and I'm stepping better into that identity because I'm learning what God has said about me how he's created me and who he's created me to become and I never operated in that image back then I operated in the image of like oh I'm an athlete I got an image to maintain I got a look good I gotta sound good like you can't bring anything in to ruin my image you know I told you that you know if you you listen to the episode about my story I talk about how nobody even knew that I that I was like nobody in the outside world as far as boxing community anything even knew that I was struggling you know with drugs because I knew how to hide it so well you know and that was all part of keeping my image nice and clean and looking good right because I didn't want you to find out what was wrong with me because then it brought out that shame that guilt that I was feeling so I suppressed it a lot right and the truth is if you tie back shame and guilt to the using like when I first started picking up things to change the way that I felt even down as a little girl when I was lying I was lying because I was already operating out of shame and guilt like I didn't want you to know who I really was you know so it all ties together and the root to it is fear we start fearing the what-ifs what if this gets out about me? What if this? What if that? What if that? Right? And I got to tell you that some of the most embarrassing things that I said I take to my grave with me, God allowed me to free myself to share it with another woman that I trusted to free myself, you know, because I felt like I took the power away from those embarrassing things when I expose them to me what I'm learning today is like the enemy can only operate when you stay in the darkness with them you know when you turn that light on that's you revealing that's you owning up to hey you know what I did this I did this but I'm not that woman no more guess what the darkness cannot shine in the light right like it's gonna run it's gonna it's gonna go right like you think about the same way like you turn on that light guess what? There's no more darkness, right? Same thing operating in this when you start revealing those things about you. And again, being cautious, right? Like I think 
there's a time and a place and a person when God revealed to me who the right person was for me to be able to share that with. And sometimes that may look like therapy, right? Like I'm in a 12 step program. I found that person, thank God that I was able to feel open and honest to be able to share that with. And I know it stays there, right? I know it stays there because I trust her, right? And God has put her in my path as a trusting woman that she's been guiding me in my life all these years. Same thing, right? That could look like a counselor, a mentor, a therapist, somebody that you trust, somebody, maybe a sister in church, right? Like you're starting to learn and get uh, comfortable with certain people that you know, right? Like I'm trusting them with little secrets. They're not getting out. Okay, God, I'm going to pray on it and ask if this is the woman that I can reveal myself to, or, you know, revealing yourself, like, you know, praying to God, God knows, right? Everything that we've done. I think the hardest part is us admitting it with our own mouth and, and saying it out in the open, right? To somebody else and being honest and freeing ourselves, right? That to me was the most freeing part. And what that did to me was that removed a lot of the shame and the guilt that I had been feeling and holding down for a long time. Um, so back to that loyalty, right? Like I was operating out of a loyalty that was actually becoming harmful for me, right? Because I didn't know how to say no. That faithfulness to her, well, I have to be her friend. And see, some of the things with the loyalty is that we think that we're doing it because we're like, well, you know what? This is what loyal friends do. This is what we're supposed to be doing. And to some extent, yes, of course, right? We're supposed to be loyal to our partners and our friends and things like that. But when it's starting to cost you your peace, your serenity, it's starting to bring up feelings of like inadequacy. You're doing it because you feel like if I be, say her, if I don't say her friend, she's going to expose me, which are all lies, right? And more than likely, it's those lies that keep us stuck and keep us sick, right? Keep us operating out of that fear. And so I want to ask you today, is there somebody or something that you're being loyal to that is causing you harm? Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's an intimate relationship. Maybe you're being loyal to something that's been causing you harm and you've been seeing a pattern and maybe you're starting to think maybe this isn't in God's will for my life but I don't know how to let it go because I've been loyal to it for so long right another thing I want to mention is that I was loyal to the sport of boxing for a long time because I thought that that was the only option I had in my life for the first time when I started boxing I thought that that was what it was that I, you know, I was getting ready to turn professional before I had my son, all this stuff, right? And I felt this loyalty to it even after I had my son. And because of it, right, because of operating out of that fear, that shame and guilt, right, that if I leave the sport, I have nothing, right? I'm going to have nothing. I jumped right back in three months after having my son. Not even, actually, I jumped back six weeks after having my son. And at that, I had an emergency C-section. And I started taking body shots at three months. And I was, you know, I was causing harm to my body. I was causing harm. I was, you know, I was in a very fragile stage. You know, mamas, you know, when you have a baby, especially emergency C-section, the pain, the trauma that happens to your body, especially your mental state on top of the postpartum recovery, right? On even regardless how you have your baby, we go through that emotional, right? The postpartum stages. So, you know, I, I still jumped into back into the sport because of my loyalty to it. Well, I've already been doing it for so many years. Well, I'm supposed to turn pro. Well, well, you know what? I was not even turning it over to God. I was continuously being loyal because I was operating out of fear and worrying about the next move when I had never even 
thought about any other possibility. Like I knew I was going to have to hang the gloves soon sometime, right? Like I knew it. I was almost going blind from my eye. I mean, I've, you know, I could barely even write with a pen for like a few sentences because my hands were locking up, my arms, my shoulders are messed up, right? Um, I, you know, not to mention all the shots I was taking to my head for years. Like there were other things and factors. I mean, though I was one good shot away from my eye, one good punch away from my eye from not being able to see my son anymore. Right. And I had just had given birth to him because one of my eyes, I'm pretty much blind from it. And my good eye was already getting ready to get shut out completely. Had I taken one good hit from it. Right. So, you know, again, right. Seeing how loyalty causes us to do things sometimes operating out of fear, you know, because of the unknown, but that's where faith comes in. That's where it's like, okay, you know what? What? Yes. It may be uncomfortable saying no to this relationship. It may be uncomfortable stepping out and doing something different than I've always done, but what's going to happen on the other side if I do it? Let me tell you something, you know, I, again, I haven't been in that friendship for a long time. I haven't been in actually competitive boxing in a long time. And let me tell you, my life is just so much more beautiful and fruitful that I could have ever imagined. But I remember being in that place and that moment before I took that action and thinking like, I don't know what the other side's going to look like. This is scary. This is where trust comes in, right? This is where turning it over to God and aligning your will with his is so important because we don't know what it's going to look like. We have no idea what the other side's going to look like. But all I can tell you is that when you're being loyal to the wrong people, you're going to know because it's going to seem chaotic, right? You're going to know that it's not in alignment with God's will. Because I started seeing at the end of these journeys of these two types of relationships that I was loyal to, how things were happening. And I started questioning, God, is this your will for me? right? Is this your will for me? And the truth was I was operating in self-will, right? Nobody told me to stay and continue being a punching bag to that old friendship or to the sport, right? Nobody told me to do that. I told myself that because I thought that that's what loyal people do. And in turn, it was causing me a lot of pain. So I'm going to ask you now, what are you being loyal to? Who are you being loyal to? Is there somebody, someone that's keeping you in a place of feeling like, man, if I let this go, they're going to expose me. They're going to do this to me. Or, you know, where you're telling yourself all these things, right? And basically when the pain of staying the same is becoming greater than making a change, when are you going to change? When is enough going to be enough? When are you going to start setting boundaries for yourself? And that's another important thing. That's the solution here, right? It's through prayer and boundaries because I started having to really pray to turn things over right? To get my, my will in alignment with God's will, because I, I've never been able to do that. I've always operated in self-will all my life. Everything I've done was operated out of self-will, right? Never inviting God, to, coming to God after the fact and asking him, why did you do this to me, right? Not understanding that I've been given the free will to be able to do the things that I do, right? So again, to avoid myself some pain, some things I do today differently is I pray about things. I I try to use my proper discernment. And if you're not familiar with what discernment means, it means your judgment, right? Use your proper judgment. Fill out some things that maybe don't feel good in your spirit. Maybe you're like, okay, oh, this doesn't feel right. Or maybe, you know, it's questionable or, you know, or just something. There's just some things that still feel off. That's your discernment telling you that this probably is not a good idea, right? And maybe it needs some timing. And maybe it's not even that it's a bad thing. It's just the timing is off, right? Right. 
So pray about it. Pray about some things. Turn it over to God. Ask him, you know, to reveal to you, align the people, align the situation so that you can continue moving forward, right? And don't forget that you turn it, you pray to God, but you still got to take some action, right? Because a decision without action is just an, is empty. It's nothing. You're, it's just, a, you know, you're not going to do anything with it. You have to take action. You can have awareness all you want, but if you're not doing anything with it, it's pointless. You have to move and take the step, right? So again, pray to God about people, places, ask. And then once you get that, okay, God, how do I set these boundaries, right? Start looking into the ways that, and so some of the ways is I started saying no more. And I, that's one of my favorite words now. I say no a lot more than I used to. I say no. I set healthy boundaries. You know, some of the things that I have to take a look at is like if I go around people that, you know, the world's not going to stop using because Monica stopped using, right? The world's not going to stop using because you stop using, right? There's people that are still caught up in their addiction and caught up in the grip, right? And who are we to come around and treat those people less than when we were once there ourselves, right? So it doesn't mean they're bad people. They're just in a place right now where they don't understand that they have a choice, right? And so I say that to say that there's still some people that I love dearly in my life that are still caught up in their addiction, but I set boundaries for how long I can come around and see them. For me, if I'm around family or I'm around somebody and the alcohol starts coming out, Right. I, you know, I'll go for dinner. I'll do something. And then once I start seeing the alcohol is coming out or it's getting little, I'm out. You know, I set boundaries. OK, we're not going to be there past this time. I know now I can't be hanging out after the late hours I used to. Right. Because those were the late hours where I'd be using. I don't set myself up. Right. But I still don't stop loving certain people just because like my family is that's just things that they've done for a long time. I can't change them. Right. I can only be the example. But but through my boundaries, I'm able to set that example, right? Um, by still loving them, I'm able to be an example of love and God's goodness. If I come at them crit criticizing and judging them, how am I showing them God's love? You know, that's not, that's not showing what he is. That's showing like what society or maybe it's a certain religion or something that's getting put up in my head to tell me that I'm better than them. I'm better than nobody. I've just made decisions for myself because somebody once loved on me. And same thing for you. You you've made a decision to get into recovery because somebody loved you enough to show you and somebody was obedient to God, right? To share share a message with you, share some hope. God aligned people in your life to be where you're at today. And so the thing is that we just need to learn how to not be, you know, don't set our ourselves up there's ways to do it by setting our boundaries right aligning our will with god's turning things over not operating out of that fear shame and guilt so i just want to i just hope that this stuff helped you you know because i think that a lot of the times the reasons we feel unworthy we feel inadequate you know our confidence is low is by our surroundings you know we it, it, that's not that's not to exempt us from the inner work we have to do but just depending who we're around i know that like me being around my fiance he's always doing the work on himself and it encourages me to want to do the work on myself when he comes to me with a new revelation about himself it makes me so excited because i'm like wow like i love seeing the transformation in him like he has grown so much and i'm just so grateful for him right so you know that that's the kind of stuff that i'm talking about like 
you know, being surrounded by the people that are doing the same things that you want to be doing or maybe doing something better than you that you're like, I want to know how to do that. How can I surround myself with somebody like that? Right. Um, those are the people that are going to feed your spirit. And so I'm just grateful. You know, I'm so grateful through this process because for a long time I operated out of shame and guilt. And today I'm grateful that I don't have to live by that lie no more. You know that I don't have to stay stuck because I know the goodness of God, right? I know that he has a purpose for my life. And I didn't understand that before, right? Like I was like, oh yeah, God, God exists, got this. But no, like I'm starting to really get to know him and the plans he has for us, right? And, you know, again, everybody's journey is different. I just happen to be on the journey where I'm starting to learn more about the word of God. And it's starting to like really help me on top of my recovery journey, right? So like I'm tying them together and it's just bringing about this huge transformation in my life. Also stepping into my purpose, right? Learning to step into my purpose, even though I don't understand how it's going to look on the other side, right? So again, you know, don't stop being loyal to the things that fill your spirit, the things that light you up. But do be mindful of the things that may not be good for you anymore, right? And and it's okay to let go. We're in seasons of changing, right? Like we transform, we change, we grow. And it doesn't mean we love anybody any less. Like I love the people that have been in my life that, you know, maybe I even use with. I love them and I pray for them. I run into them sometimes and I love on them, you know, but... It's not my place to be judgmental and be harmful. Like all I can do is be loving, but I can also set my boundaries as well, right? So I just hope that maybe this this message hit you in the right timing. You know, I love you and I'm just, I'm praying for you that, you know, you use your proper discernment, that you align your will with God so that he can guide you to the people that will help you in your healing journey and that you continue to trust in him in this process of your recovery because it's only through the healing and through overcoming those fears that we really see that true freedom in our lives. And so I just bless you mamas. I'm grateful for you. And again, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, mama. Bye-bye. Happy day. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.